But that's parenting. It's stressful. Parenting is a sacrifice. It's exhausting. It's expensive. At times it feels thankless. But eventually you die. (laughs) (laughs) My wife hates that joke. Oh, God. My wife hates that joke. And in full disclosure, she does 90% of the work. And the 10% I do feels like too much. (laughs) I'm getting ripped off. 10% of five kids. That means I'm in charge of one kid for like half a day. I'm like a single mom. That's a joke where the audience thinks, maybe Jim is a dick. My wife is amazing. Even in the most stressful moments, I will catch her looking at me with an expression that could only be described as regret. (laughs) But she's Catholic, so there's no quitting the team. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Mm, Mm, These chocolates are lovely. They're great. Look at what we have down here. Okay, <laughs> we'll pop these in our mouth and finish them. <laughs> oh, these are good balls. I have to try. <laughs> right. So, good evening, or good afternoon, or good morning, whichever time you're going to listen to this on. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to episode four of the Mothership. The Mothership podcast, all aboard. All aboard. Sorry it has taken us so long to actually get episode four out, but there's many and varied reasons for that. But firstly, I have to say that we did try and do a recording two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, the foolish thing that we did do is try and do it after the second bottle of wine. And we knew then it's not going to go anywhere when we couldn't even say <laughs> Schlady and Lelliot. And... And then couldn't stop laughing because he couldn't string two words together. I can't believe we actually recorded a full podcast. I I swear, I, I, I never, ever, ever want to hear that podcast. No. Ever. And it wasn't recorded. Did you, did you listen to it? God, no. <laughs> that, needs to, that needs to be burnt with fire. No, absolutely not. And the worst thing is that we recorded it. You were very funny, though. Oh, all my good stuff. Oh, Waste. <laughs> Oh, look, um, the great thing is that you'll not remember what I said. (laughs) So then I can just roll out the good jokes again. And laugh. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) And we recorded in front of a live studio audience, i.e. Dave and Justin, who were heckling. (laughs) Which probably... That actually actually turned me off. Justin, at the moment, actually, is we're in my house. Yes. And he is upstairs in the balcony where his office is. And I have him warned <laughs> to not open his mouth. Isn't that why, pet? <laughs> Silence. He takes your instruction very, very seriously. I'm, I'm delighted for him. Uh, so we are sitting in your new kitchen. Yes. So one of the other reasons is, okay, yes, two bottles of wine and podcasting does not maketh an episode. But the other reason is that there was lots of life stuff going on, mainly. You had a lovely holiday, and then when you came back, you moved house. Huge things that are happening. Yes. Dee had her 40th big birthday bash. Big birthday bash, which was just wonder bar. I really loved it. Mm. And it came and it went, and now I feel... (laughs) 
I'm already counting down the days to be 40. Oh, first no, now I officially feel 40. Oh, 100%. And I've moved you, up a box. You also made the big jump and you turned blonde. I did. Um, so... I don't know if anybody listened to episode one when I was complaining about my grey hairs. Um, so the grey hairs have not gone away. In fact, they're inviting friends to stay forever. Mm. And so I had to take immediate and drastic action. Mm. So I decided to do the blonde thing. Mm. Now, at the moment, I look a bit like a piebald it pony. Looks incredible. Please don't start. D. it looks incredible. Thank you. You're very supportive, very kind and no. a great liar as well. I I'm, have also, to I'm also a terrible, <laughs> terrible liar. It's always written all over Face. Oh look, I just the grey is there, the black is there, and now there's blonde in on top of it. But I'm in transition. Mm. And from, who's your who's your hairdresser? A, a great man called Alejandro. Alejandro. Ali Alejandro. Yes, I already love him. Yeah, you would love him. He's mm. just fabulous. Mm. You know, he's fabulous. Fabulous. He's from Brazil, and he is tells it straight. Like mm. there's no no mincing words. So, so walk me through it. So I go to this guy on a recommendation of a friend and uh, I sat down the first day and he went oh my god and I went yeah and I had washed my hair the day before mind but it was like a frizz ball mm. so he really had his work cut out for me for him and so when he started I told him look I'm transitioning blah 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 blonde and if I didn't clear his whole salon out of product I don't know what because he kept having to ask his assistant we need more product we need more product we need more product because I have so much hair and I sat there from 11 in the morning till quarter to eight that night oh my god the poor man was on his knees and his hands were Literally. stiff I'd say he had rigor mortis where in his was fingers. he dying what, what, he was dying your head of hair oh <laughs> well I hope it wasn't my back or my leg hair <laughs> Because yeah. that would have taken 16 hours. Jeez, I would have moved in. <laughs> no, it was just the hair on my head, Kate, yes. <laughs> it's just that you said he was on his knees. I'm sorry, I was a bit confused. <laughs> I meant with tiredness. Okay, sorry, my, my apologies. I apologize. He's a happily married man oh. to another man. Okay. Yes, um, but he is... Um, he was, he was, it was so good to me and it's very attentive and just brilliant. And I cannot praise him enough mm. for his patience and just attentiveness. It was great. So you had your hair done. I had my hair down, done. They take out the foils. Took out the foils. They and rinsed them. Rinsed and then put a little, what do you, Jewish. toner on it. Oh, sorry. And then he blow dried it. And then he gave me strict instructions of how to maintain it. Um, because before, pre like pre getting the blonde on, I wasn't taking any care of my hair. I was just you'd be lucky if it got a lick under the under the shower. I just don't have the time for all the foofing and faffing. So he said, "This is what you need to do. You do this once a week, and that's fine." So that's what I've been doing, and I've only had it done twice. But I'm telling you, the color difference really? after one sitting was really? just like going from dark hair with spots of grey to extreme blonde. Yeah, and which is quite a shock, isn't it? Huge. It must be. It really was. So, a shock. how did you feel coming out? Well, first of all, how did you feel, say, after they wash? I presume they wash the toner out. I did have a bit of like. Oh my god! And then they dry your hair, and then you're yeah. looking at yourself in the mirror at that point and going, "What?" I go, "What the flippity flu fla have I done?" 
and I can't go back. Like this is, we're moving forward here. So I just have to get used to it. But it was such a huge color change. Mm. And then I was thinking, oh my God, I have to rethink my makeup, rethink the whole thing. I, you know, it just is is huge. And I felt like I was wearing a wig. Yes. I, I did feel like I was wearing a wig. Yeah, I can't even imagine. But I have to say. I mean, you just don't recognize yourself. No, I'm I sure. don't. I don't. Like, not at all. Not so at were all. you looking at yourself on your way home in the car? Because you were on your own. Yeah, I was. And I kept trying to look at myself in the rear view. No, it was dark so that was difficult so that was good (laughs) I looked amazing in the dark Um, but when I got home like Dave was like I can't wait to see it and um, I got in and all he kept going was wow that's so different (laughs) (laughs) which is code for shit which is code for I that's such a a huge change it's It's going to take me time to get used to it yeah because it really genuinely is so soft and beautiful on your skin oh that's very very kind very kind I don't know if I'm totally bought in you're very (laughs) enthusiastic I'm not as enthusiastic and despite what the saying says blondes definitely do not have more fun no not working <laughs> not, not happening not if you've Maybe got twin. so when is your next appointment to June 11th blonde June 11th and that's why the greys are down around my knees now because it's such a long time between it he was trying to get me to to wait every like eight weeks to get it done and I was like jeez Leandro I'll be a full on grey you know you mm. can't um, but he said look it's better if you just try and leave it as long as possible so that we can get clean hair and do all the the blonding but it's a big transition I have to say Yeah, I think you would be a fabulous blonde because oh you've got my that God, lovely you kid- do you know I would look like Miss Piggy are you kidding absolutely I actually no. I have worn blonde wigs before just you know for, for shits and, and giggles yeah, yeah. <laughs> mother of God I'm like a lady of the night <laughs> that's what I feel no, that's you, what I said no. today I, said, I feel like a streetwalker no because <laughs> your brows and lashes aren't as dark yeah but it's it's hard it's hard yeah. switching colour have you ever ever been another colour aside from dark I had green hair what yeah for I, a day no or for, I went through was it an accident or? no it was quite intentional which is even more frightening <laughs> um, I went through a period of time where I wanted to well first of all my hair was purple and I mean to say it was like purple proper purple wow um, wow what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> I see here. Wow. Wow. Like, 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 like Dave. Wow. wow. That's so different. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, you know, I was kind of at a time in my life where I couldn't have give, given a fiddlers and I just died. It was very liberating. This is post me turning my head upside down and go and chopping all of my hair off. I, I went through. Did you do that? I went through a short hair phase. What? Did I you know. cut it yourself though? God, no. No, because that would be a bit mental well that's what I did (laughs) (laughs) and that was totally I don't know why I did it just I felt at the time I need to get this off did you have really long hair um yeah it was longer than it is now so it was down like past my bra strap basically I literally turned my head over goddess it was probably a kitchen scissors yeah. Thought, well, it's better than a nail scissors. Well, is it though? Silver Not lining. sure. Or toenail scissors, maybe. And I uh, swung my head out over and I start chopping. There was no rhyme, reason, or rhythm to it. I just start cutting. And when I whizzed my hair back up, I had short hair. Horrific. I was like something out of an asylum. What? what yeah, like girl interrupted or something. Something quite disturbing. And 
like did you then go to the hairdresser yeah which was also fun because he asked me who had cut my hair and I said oh you know some guy <laughs> I love it some guy some guy, <laughs> some guy from and New York and he went mm-hmm he knew and I just picked up the magazine and he read my magazine oh, while God. he fixed my hair but um, anyway so but it was quite liberating actually my uh, God, I don't know it was a strange it was a strange time in my life early 20s I think they're a bit mental I know that, that, well actually my, my short hair was um, in I was 16 and there was this girl who was in our school and you know the way you have this fixation on a girl mm. let's call it a girl crush girl but not crush. really a girl yeah. crush you know what I mean um, and, but I thought her name was Cheryl oh. and she had this short hair and I so a girl called Cheryl first of all in Ireland is just like well she's somebody to be noticed but then she came in with this pixie crop and I just went oh my god I want my hair to be like that mm. I just was fascinated by the short hair because nobody had it mm. so I trotted in with my big fluffy pre-product pre-hair straightener pre you know that type of hair sheepy hair oh my god like wispy like I've gone off dandelion you know that is my head <laughs> so I go into the hairdressers and I went I want a pixie crop and she goes really do you I'm like yeah and I had really long hair I was like I know thinking I was going to be gorgeous mm. and she did it and I remember sitting there and I had this big lump in my throat going how what am I going to do? I just felt like hiding myself. And I ran out the back of the shopping center and I phoned my dad from the phone box saying, come and collect me. Where are you? And I had to explain where I was hiding down some back alley. And I was like, come get me. And I was like sobbing in the shower. What have I done? The good news is hair grows. Hair, <laughs> hair grows eventually. Eventually. But it took forever because yeah. mine went out. Oh no. Like, like the triangle, tent. triangle oh. tinty head. Yeah, it was just. Oh. And remember, there's no product or at least I wasn't was aware of product. God, no. I met Dave in my 30s when I had product and makeup and all the rest of it. The braces off and the glasses <laughs> off. Before then, the tide wouldn't even take me out. It was just dreadful. Mm. Dreadful. Oh, I, yeah, it's tough. And oh. you know you have a bad haircut when somebody mistakes you for a boy. Oh, I know. <laughs> so the, the year I got my hair short, right? I, we went skiing this particular year and of course we're all in our salopettes and our you know ski gear so I remember being in a class with my sister and we all had to take it in turns on this kind of basically bunny slope to go down on these skis and my sister was like go Dee go Dee from the sidelines and this person next to her goes is that your boyfriend <laughs> crushed I was <laughs> well, she couldn't wait to tell me. Oh, yeah. She Guess what? She was are like that. Oh, God. Awful. So, we're in your new kitchen now, and um, I have to say, <clears throat> the move was a stressful. Yes, I had no idea really how stressful it was going to be. Our house was basically we came home from holidays, and the porch in our tiny little house had flooded it over the period of time that we were there so um, it was going to have to come down basically and because the house is so small we actually really relied on that room for like the fridge 
yeah. uh, the washing machine, like just stuff that would not fit because the house was jammers at this point with work and at home and all that. Um, so we had to make the decision to move and um, my sister and husband, um, one of their homes was up for rent. It was their first home and um, they their tenants had recently moved out. So it was just a really good time, time. I suppose, to just move in. But it's like away from, like it's 20 minutes away from everywhere. It's yeah. really beautiful here. Oh, it's be- I mean, beautiful. I'm loving being back here. Yeah. I love it. I yeah, love it's the very, drive it's here. Peaceful, it's yeah. so beautiful. It's very um, old Irish countryside on yeah. the foot of the mountain. But it's literally 20 minutes to everywhere. So... Um, it's just taken a bit of adjusting to get to that but the move itself was pretty horrific yeah I'd say so and I had no idea and probably better off that I didn't have any idea because we we took every uh, first of all I'm not a hoarder and I had done a huge clear out before yeah. we even went on holidays which was a godsend yeah the whole at Maria condo did you did you Maria condo yeah life? does this give me joy no it doesn't and <laughs> um, that was most of most of my um, my things um so I kind of thought, well, sure, we don't have a whole lot of stuff that's will just to take. But then we opened the attic and it was like a whole house up there. Yeah. Of, of, of stuff that I had no recollection so of. Happy. There was there was an, an Olaf um, suit up there. <laughs> Talk me through how and why. <laughs> I dressed up as Olaf a few years ago for a Christmas party. Um, loved it, you know, nice big furry suit. Yeah. Um, and then just fected up into the ceiling, yes. as we call it. I forgot and about forgot it. I poor Olaf. So there was a lot of Olaf, Olaf or Olaf paraphernalia. Um, type things up there yeah. that I, and also there was a lot of my grandparents stuff that we still hadn't cleared out from having yes. moved in seven years ago so I had to revisit all of that and go through all of that oh and you know let go of all of that as well yes. so it was really heavy um, and then I thought oh well at least all our stuff is here now we've done about 75 trips to the recycling centre the dump um, various different charity centres yeah. um, and then finally all our stuff was was here and then I, I was like thank god that well it was that was okay yes yeah. I mean that was really exhausting but it was okay now we have to unpack everything. Oh no, I know, I know. Is it, see, when you're talking, my blood pressure is actually rising yeah. because I remember mm. moving and we didn't even move properly the first two times. So there was bits in two separate houses. Yeah. <laughs> and so oh you my had God. to gather, gather three all houses, up. basically. And we have three houses. sheds out, out the back, which Dave has now pulled asunder mm. and it's all over the garden. What's he going to do with them? We're kind of doing up one of the sheds for Dave's office. Oh, fantastic. Because currently he's renting in town. Currently he's renting in town. And doing, and doing his business in town just so he can get some solid work done. But this one of the sheds has to be dedicated mm-hmm. to his home office. So that means the stuff that's in that shed has to be moved into the middle shed that has all the feckin' sticks and the egg cartons in. So today, guess what fun day I had? There was a fire, blazing fire going in the Huge. garden. The shed is all over lawn and I I've got a toddler who wants to walk and touch everything and another and one that wants fire. to be on your hip. And I was like, oh my God, there was new levels of stress. Yeah. And um, so yeah, it was a long day today trying mm. to shepherd and uh, shield 
Shepherd and Shield there with a blaring oh, fire and the whole shed out in the lawn oh my god but look things are coming along mm. it just has to be you know it, there's just a lot of organising mm. and a lot of throwing away and going to the recycle mm. centre and bringing it to the dump and it's which is actually ending. like it's a great it's very cathartic it's a great feeling of yeah. you know letting go of all of that stuff yeah um, and actually we need very little but it's it's really exhausting going through it and I actually think it's more near the end that you get really tired and you kind of think oh I'm not going to bother now with the rest of that when yeah. actually that's when you have to push through yeah you really have to dig deep you know so you're in now mm. and the good news is is that the great okay. news is we have so much space yeah. oh my god it actually do you know when we moved in um I it was so funny and I was really aware of what I was doing but I couldn't help myself Myself, Justin was kind of doing runs over and back and I just kept containing myself and be at the kitchen. Because you're used to just... used to such a small space and, yeah. you know, the idea of opening a door to the rest of the house was really overwhelming. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. My God. And it's funny, like, I, even though I knew what I was doing and mm. I knew how odd that was, I still couldn't help but do it. So it took a, a few days of that, actually. Now, I did sleep in the bedroom, you know, yes. I didn't camp up in the kitchen. Yeah. But it, it took a while to kind of seep out into the rest of, of the, the house, house. And start living. And in start really allowing us to to grow into it. Yeah. Which is quite fascinating. Yeah. Like, it, it fascinated me as well, even, you know, even though I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not somebody who needs that. But clearly I did. Yeah. I needed to, to do that very, very slowly. slowly. Um, but now that we're very we're in it two months or since we got back basically since about March uh, yeah two months and um, oh it's been it is incredible yeah. the space um, the garden is huge and Bia can go out and literally run around um, what else she has her own bedroom she has a playroom yeah which, I know the playroom is just brilliant it is but like it's a big deal because before like that we had just had basically she was up against a wall basically yeah a very small living room and um, her toys were just literally encroaching on our living space and I kind of felt that she didn't have her space yeah um, and that was really important so that feels amazing. You know, you know when you're looking for, searching for a house, yes. you're kind of going on a lot of viewings. You either get a feeling or you don't. Yes. You fall in love or you don't. Yes. And certainly, this house has that. There's lovely, something very yeah. special about yeah. it. Yeah, there really is. I think it's mostly to do with the with nature. The fact that it's literally right there. It's got the mountains, it's got all the trees. It's um, the bird song up here is spectacular. Oh, it was the first thing I noticed when we moved in actually was the absolute, you know, the volume of bird song. It was it was insane. It was so deafening. Yeah. Um and re- it really did my heart good. Yes, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> And as well as that, moving here, it means we've so much more workspace. And I really feel since we moved in that work, not work has expanded, but my creativity has literally grown. That's ten- natural. It, it yeah. feels like it, it's, it's, it, it had been quite um, contained. contained. And now like it feels like it's infinite. Yeah. Which feels amazing. Uh, funny, I met Christina Brosnan actually. Um, she's our photographer friend at a wedding on Friday. And she had listened to a couple of the podcasts and she said, you know, um, 
when you said about your home being a sanctuary, needing to be a sanctuary, it really struck home with me. Yeah. And but I don't remember saying that, but when she said it back to me, I was like, yes, yeah, you're right. And it, re- I, it reminded me that, yeah, you know, you know, holidays aside, cars, material stuff aside, your home needs to feel 100% yours yes and of your heart yes. of all of your hearts whoever's living in the home that it's so encompassing and that you know it's so much a part of you and it's a part you're a part of it that it's it's like a, a circle yeah that there is no middle beginning or end that it just you're all the same yes um so and it, it should be an expression of who you are as a family yeah one yeah, and it doesn't matter what size your house is or where you're living mm. but that you're really embracing your home yeah. and and creating spaces in that that feel so um welcoming and so soothing and you joyful. know so vibrant and yeah. so joyful and uh, you know all those really important things because really when you come home that's who you really are yeah and i always say um whenever we we go to build our home um i always say i want to have a very lovely bathroom really because it's the first place that you greet yourself in the morning yeah and it's the last place that you decompress and say goodnight to yourself that is really interesting yeah I think that's really important you know that you basically when you go in into a bathroom in the morning you're breathing in the beginnings of your day yeah and you're greeting yourself and you have the opportunity to be really compassionate to yourself and ease yourself into the day and be really gentle and um, and set your your intentions and equally at the end of the day that you can just let go of all of the crap around the pun but you know yes (laughs) um but you can let go and just surrender yourself then to what you know worked for you that day and what didn't and just like a debriefing yeah it's amazing um this is exciting because you just recently talking about when you build your home you've recently just got planning permission yes hurrah uh, that is the hardest part is doing all the paperwork yes and then when you go and now we haven't built we we bought and renovated but you're building from scratch which if i had my time over again I would do I would do that mm. because you literally can plan out to every square inch mm. how you'd like your home to feel and put the emphasis on the areas and spaces that you feel are the most important. Yeah, I mean it, this has been such a long time coming um even um us getting that site it took a long time. Yeah, it took a lot of years actually and and then to get to the point of that and then the design stage was really exciting because we pretty much knew we've known what we've always really kind of wanted yeah um and that has always been our 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 real life goal you know just to have that home yes on that on that site because that site is just for us it's it's really magical yeah um so we had the lovely opportunity to work with an architect and to do exactly what you said. But it was funny because when, so we were quite detailed in, in what we wanted um, in terms of the design. And it, it wasn't so much about aesthetic. It was funny and inter- really interesting. We began to straight away talk about how we wanted the house to feel and what feelings that we would love to have in each room. 
Um, so that's where we went with it, and and so we 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 designed this home um, with our architect, who was incredible. Um, and then it just then we brought it to planning, and it has taken the bones of a year basically for. Yeah. yeah, but we're, we only got it granted on Friday, so it's been party horns and oh. whatever, like real celebrations because it's it's so full of heart. Yeah, and this is the exciting part. So once all of that stuff is out of the way, even though that's the hardest thing, it's just to get a yes before you can go. Um, it's wonderful. That's brilliant. So congratulations Thank again on you, that. Thank you, Dee. I can't wait to have you guys over. It'll uh, be great. Because we camped in that field. Oh, you indeed. I was thinking, like, how amazing was that when we had no kids, actually, we were both on our fertility yeah, journey. journey. It was kind of where we, we kind of shared our story together. It was actually that night. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, this is Dee. This is a friend for life. Oh, bless you. And so we had a great time. But anyway. We so did have a great time we, we in should, the tent. We should reenact. the dogs. We should, we should who ate all the salad. We never forget. <laughs> full of walnuts. And we should reenact that um, camping trip. We have to. Mm. With and or without kids. Preferably without. Yeah, preferably without. <laughs> That's actually a really good yeah, idea. So we, we should totally do that. we can actually kick back with some gin and tonics. Yeah, do, do a podcast full of gin. Absolutely. This time... Um, we'll do it before we have half the bottle drank yeah perhaps <laughs> perhaps so do you, your house was struck down with the, the vomiting, vomiting bug yeah I mean it's going around mm. it's going around and um, I don't know where because Sadie's not in Crete and she's not in playgroup or anything like that neither is Elliot but Sadie got it first and I think she picked it up at a play centre have you ever taken me yeah. to a play centre she had a great time the day but little did she realise she was coming home with a happy smile and hands full of germs oh. and um, so she didn't kind of she was just a bit kind of peaky looking and I thought oh, she's just exhausted because she'd been running around but I literally that Friday then it was brewing during the week she was just off and then on Friday it was vomitus maximus and I you know such a small creature can produce so much and she really got it bad and then I thought that's her done now on Friday and then on Saturday all over again and Dave was working on the Saturday mm. so there was just that washing machine it's amazing it's still going because mm. the stripping down and the rechanging and the rechanging of sheets and bedding and pajamas and all that and me the couch got it the floor got the carpet got it the dog I think got it he didn't mind that but you know <laughs> it, nice just, feet. it was desperate and then on the Sunday so Dave worked all day Saturday and she was vomiting all day Saturday and then on the Sunday Elliot started <sighs> Well, like, you know that's the worst because you know it's coming yeah it's coming it down in the, post. the train track it was like an episode or a, a scene from Contagion have you ever watched that movie yes because when it struck me I never thought it was going to get me I thought <laughs> I thought you know it's only for the kids mm. but of course you're going to get yeah, it I know but I just I was so focused on the kids being okay I thought I was going to end up in A&E a &E with, with Elliot on the oh. on the Sunday night I thought oh my god this poor little man he just what, it just Can't wouldn't go. stop yeah mm. it was awful and it happened right before his bedtime so we had to keep getting him up out of the bed and stripping him down and putting him back down and then you know 20 minutes later again no. stripping oh I've got I just thought, oh, will this night, the, will this night ever end? Mm. <laughs> um, and anyway, on so I was up with him every two hours just to check, check in him, check on him, give him some water. You don't want him dehydrated. And I think on the two o'clock check, two in the morning, I was like, I don't feel very well. 
what's that about? Oh, I feel a bit peaky. Maybe I'm just exhausted. Went back to bed at four o'clock. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't, this is, no. At 6 a.m. I was coming. like, it's, it's here, coming. Dave. I got up, it's here. It's arrived. It's upon us. You know, and I, I went love up, you. Yeah. <laughs> but I found myself calling out to God. You know, I went, <laughs> I sat there do, do in the toilet. Believe? I was like, do you believe? I don't believe. But at that time I was like, oh, holy God. Oh, holy God. Please help me. Please, please. Oh, my poor children. Oh, Dave, please help me. I was like, no friggin' way. I'm not going near you. Shout at me from the bed. You'll be all right. <laughs> okay. Go back to sleep. Put out that I was up at six, kind of, you know, interrupting his sleep. Oh, the poor children. Oh, my God, the poor children. And then I had to gather myself together and go in and make the porridge. <coughs> So you still have to get on with your duties. Oh, well, I mooched around that place in my pajamas all day, and that is so unlikely. Your ter- terry cloth just. Oh, I was. That was me all day. I was as weak as a kitten, and I let the kids watch as much television oh, as God, they like. Yeah. Mr. Tumble on repeat. Yeah. I just went to bed with Mr. Tumble in my head. Mm. <laughs> what does he sing? He sings. Um, oh God! He has this nursery rhyme thing, and today it's wind the bobbin up. Pull, 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 pull. Point to the ceiling. Point to. You get it, okay? So, I have to say, the actions are nearly better than the song. Oh God, it is uh, great song, and you cannot not hear it once yeah. it's sung. Yeah. So I'm sorry to everybody who had to witness that, and now they have it in their head. But Mr. Tumble, yeah, that was on repeat, and I was so sick. And then the next day, Dave got it, and he stayed in bed till three in the afternoon oh, of course because he's not able poor thing poor thing poor man hey poor they get it sausage <laughs> oh my goodness oh god I, I, but the thing is like the mommies can't go down they just can't go down no there's no we'll option fight to the end absolutely we're like Rob Roy keep <laughs> going you can take her what was it you, Rob Roy you, you, want you, you never take our freedom you'll never take our freedom <laughs> and I'm going in in, in my terry t- toweling dressing gown on my hands and knees going it's alright kids mammy's okay <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh it was just it was such an Irish mummy item <laughs> yeah no, you can't give up it's alright pet I'm still here I'm still here don't you worry about me is it <laughs> oh god I don't know why we have to well, persevere oh Poor Justin. Is he sick now? He wasn't well last week, Dee. He really, Aww. here he is now. Here he is now. Tell him, how are you feeling? Are you, are you better? Oh, he, are you better? Oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's under speaking. He's under strict instructions. <laughs> he is bursting. He is up. I can see it. Behind his ears. Um, so poor Justin got, uh, he had a terrible flu on Wednesday. So I was very good to him. He's giving evils for any stinkers. Giving you the stink eye here. I can tell all sorts of porkies here. Well, um, when you have the microphone, you have the floor. I have the floor. The yeah. floor is mine. Um, but in in all honesty, he he wasn't well. He, he had the flu. Man flu. He, well, he actually he had a bad flu. To be fair to him, I you know I said, look, I'm just letting you know I have a wedding um, on Friday because I was working at a wedding doing makeup on Friday and on Saturday they're both like away. One's in me, the second one's in loud. So you're gonna have to be a fully full time for those two days. So you know, rest up. 
because you're going to have to have your full width about you. Yeah. He said, fine. The next morning he came in to me and says, um, I really, I really don't feel well. I said, well, I know, but you know, sorry, sad. <laughs> you know, just, no, I was quite like, you know, when I'm like that, I'm under pressure, I'm willing them to get better. Like you look good. You look fine. Yeah. Did you take your Lemsip? Did you take your Nurofen? Did you put the oils on that I told you? Have you had enough water? No, see, you haven't. So <clears throat> this has gone on. And he said, no, it's, it's not the flu. I said, yes, it is the flu. It's definitely the flu because God forbid it be anything more yes. serious because I can't cope with that. Yeah. I think I, uh, it's not the flu. Uh, it's encephalitis. <laughs> but of course it is. <laughs> I said, what in the name of sweet baby Jesus is encephalitis? Mr. Go- Dr. Google. Get Dr. Google on the phone. <laughs> he said, it's a brain virus. I said, oh, thank God it's nothing serious. <laughs> a what? A brain virus. Oh, for I said, oh, for God's sake. What am I supposed to do now? I said, I have to go to that wedding. Yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't bring you to the hospital. I don't have time. <laughs> but as well as that, like I was thinking, well, B is here with him. And I said, okay, well, look, let's figure this out. I'm going to text my family and see if any of them can take her. None of them could because everybody, it's it was busy. just the weekend that was in it. He said, no, it's, leave her with me. It's fine. I said, well, it's just that if something really awful happens to you, I don't want her here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, but I'm still going to the wedding. Yes. That is, that's not an option. That not is to, not, not an option. So off he went. And I, anyway, I, you know, it was just really stressful. And then I got into the car, drove, and I said to him, please text me as soon as you get word from the doctor that you're okay. Because at this stage, I was starting to think, God, maybe he is really sick. Yeah. So 11 o'clock, get a text message. He says, the doctor says, I have the flu. He gave, he gave me two neurofin and a vitamin C and I'm all better now. I said, thank God. I'm so happy for you. But um, we are all fine, fine and fit and well. And last week we celebrated, thank goodness, so this happened, this whole palaver, the vomitus maximus happened there over the weekend. Mm. And then on the Thursday, we were celebrating our wedding anniversary. And we went to this place in Castle Comer. I recommend everybody check it out. And it's newly opened in the old creamery house in Castle Comer. So it's a lovely, small restaurant. And the food was absolutely amazing. Like we had such a great time. Mm. It was amazing. And uh, so if you're ever in Kilkenny and you think you want a, an experience, not in the town, but outside, definitely go and so check this out. So it's an eatery? It's an eatery. It's called Lady Anne Restaurant. Oh. It's in the old Castlecombe or Creamery, which has been recently renovated. And they occupy two rooms, but this whole house has been renovated. It's amazing. Mm. And the, there's a single chef there that does everything. And we had about seven courses. Oh. And you think, well, yes, what's please. in the seven courses? I'm telling you, 
and and the 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 chef met us at the door and um, he took us on a tour around the house and he was like you don't mind me just cooking anything for you you know you don't need to see a menu and we were like no no so we sat down and just the service the wine the food it was incredible so so yourself and Dave went yourself and Dave went just as a on a date oh, we haven't been on a date oh, in ages amazing. so it was a really nice thing to do it was yes. lovely um, so you got really dressed up got dressed up put your makeup on put my makeup on I felt like a million a hundred bucks because <laughs> Indeed, that, that does it for you. You love getting dressed up. I do. I you do. You love your makeup. Yeah. And you love having your hair done and your nails done. Yes. And that makes you feel alive, complete. Like I'm part of the human race. Yes. Um, or getting a reason to kind of get, you know, just I'd love to effort. Be, yeah, I'd you know? love to be like that. You, you, you don't like no, you don't. Well, it. No, I don't know. Um, I'd love to be like that. I just, yeah, that feels like a lot of work for me. Really? Yes. But I really admire people who, who do that. So let's say if you were going out, yeah. let's say you went to the weddings there recently. Would you? Is is there any occasion oh, that you go, think to work? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Would okay. You, would you like like getting dressed up or like like? Is there any occasion where you think you know I I feel good? I like. I know it's a chore doing all the makeup, but once it's done, then you think, oh, I feel nice. Do you ever get that? Like, do you physically? Yeah. Um, no. No. Maybe it's because I carry weight. I don't know what it is that I I don't feel like I... I don't know. Uh, I don't enjoy that. I don't. I certainly don't enjoy shopping for clothes. Everything is, is quite... Well, I need to be... Well, I've probably always been like that. I like to feel really comfortable all the time. Yes. Um, I've never really enjoyed wearing makeup, even though I'm a makeup artist. Um... So no, no, everything gets in the way with me. It feels like it's just in Wait, the way. Yeah, pulling you down. Having yes. said that, like I love other people's style. Yeah, I love. And I love, that's... like I'd love to be. I really would love to be like that. To feel energized by new clothes or by um, putting on makeup. Maybe it is because I'm carrying weight. I maybe and I've carried it for a long time. So maybe I've just gotten used to to that. Yeah. Because I certainly love style and I know what, lo- what looks good and what doesn't and I can work colours. My aesthetic is good. Yeah. But some, I don't know, maybe maybe it's that and I've just kind of grown very complacent. Yeah. Uh, but I've also grown very comfortable with, I don't like, I don't have to wear makeup either. I've, I've grown very comfortable with not having to do that. I'd love to be like that. I'd love to not feel like I have to put makeup. I put makeup on every single day. Yeah. So part of my Which getting I, ready routine. I really admire that. I really do. do. Oh, I do, do. Yeah, there's something know. very, um, there's something very empowering about that on, on one level. There really is like, you know, that you're physically making the effort to make yourself feel good. Yeah. I have to, I cannot, it cannot start the day without Even getting when you're at home and there's nobody around oh look most of my days I'm not seeing anybody wow. but I will still make the effort because I just think once you're dressed you're prepared now you're prepared you're getting dressed for the day if I don't do that I feel like I'm just up out of bed and I, that whole mood is with me yes, the whole day it's and you just think and it's this sluggishness, this like you have not prepared for the day mm. so for me to get up get charged get dressed put the makeup on like it's all done in like let's say 15 20 minutes yes it's not this big labor you know I, it's a bare lick of, of makeup but at least I feel you know what if anybody calls to the door I'm not looking like you know I've been dragged backwards through 
the ditch mm. that I feel, okay, I'm presentable. Yeah. Now I am totally undone by the end of the day and I don't look like I do. No, but start. that's not, that's not <laughs> what it's about either. I don't think it's about how you look for you. No, it is about just getting dressed and putting the, this it's, uniform on. Yes. And it's nothing to do with, um, vanity. No, it's not. It's all to do with just feeling Right, come on, we're organized. In control. Yes, it's it's all about That's that. So f- because for me, um, and I, I kind of did think, well, what do I do in the morning getting ready? What is your routine? It's so basic. Is it? Well, I suppose I, I go and get my brows done and um, I get my moustache. I'm not ashamed to say I have a moustache. Um, but I get that done and I'll get my, obviously get my hair done Um and that's kind of it. But once I have that under wraps, under wraps, I feel good. good. Yeah. If my brows are undone, I will I, like that throws me out of, definitely throws me out of the edge. But I really feel because you are au natural, you've got a beautiful skin that you can do that. Plus you've got, you've got that type of skin. See, I've got this pinky ready skin that just does not look good without any makeup on it. Whereas you've got beautiful skin. That you can tell it's shiny. It's kind of like rich person skin. Oh, rich person! <laughs> I like it, dripping in gold. A Kardashian skin. Yes. You know, it's like it's lovely skin. And you've got these lovely dark eyebrows and lovely dark lashes that you can God totally get You're making me sound like a friggin' supermodel. I'm You're a super hottie. It's keep a super yummy going. mummy. But you do have that. You have those definite features that you can get away with. Where I've got pale lips, pale skin, hardly any eyebrows in between. Oh, Jesus Christ, girl. Well, I can't test that because I've actually not, not seen you without any yes, makeup. Yes, you have. The day after our slosh fest, we stayed over with the yeah. kids. You and the next day, you didn't look much different. To Seven a.m. We were down in the kitchen eating porridge, and not a screw the makeup on. I didn't even get a chance to do the whole dressing thing because it was just mental. But yeah, which is good. You, you know, you, you saw me sans eyebrows. Sans eyebrows. You know, that's when you know, you know. You know. That's when you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But my routine, I suppose, like once I had those, done, but my morning routine uh, is to. Well, it depends on who's up in the morning. But but if it's if it's my turn, like once I've fed Bia and all of that, I'll go back up and because we work from home, Justin takes over for half an hour, 20 minutes, actually half an hour probably. So my routine would be to have a really quick shower. Yeah. I'll wash my hair every second day, probably. Um I I like my skincare routine. Yeah. Love that. That makes me it's all about comfort, always about comfort for me. So having a skincare routine that's just really nourishing and nurturing and that's hands on. Yeah. I need that that touch actually in the morning. Yeah. From myself. Yes. On my face. <laughs> really weird touching yourself in the morning <laughs> sorry ma'am I'm sorry I, I can't control what Dee says she's <laughs> gone rogue she's gone rogue <laughs> um, but also really important for me are my essential oils oh yes so I'm in like such a lovely routine of that I really rely on them in the morning and in the evening to just bring myself into the day and I, that's what I do I suppose that's my makeup routine that I literally use the oils to just work on what it's all emotional yeah. always with me like yes. you know I'll, I'll check in to see what, how I'm feeling around stuff and I'll use oils in 
to to work with that well, and once I have those on and once I have a clean pair of bobbly leggings on yes and I make my bed in the morning that's yes, like that's I for me yeah. ritualized it's, it's amazing in terms of bed making I cannot do the untidy bed no well actually I, I can do the untidy bed but like when I know that I have Bia's bed made yeah and our bed made I feel yes I'm in the day now yes yeah it's begun Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed the tea, the chocolate balls that you brought. <laughs> oh no, because um, I know nothing in the house. Oh, listen, it was just great, great to be here, and yeah. it's great to get out of the house and to do this. And thanks so much. And we shall be doing episode five very shortly. Yes, possibly next week. So keep your eyes on all the good podcasting apps, and uh, we'll be there. We'll be there. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.